Borough bag three points for Christmas in what I think could be the most important win of the season. It's the Uruguayan curls one in. What is up guys, Matthew here, welcome back to another episode of Project Borough. Today I am talking about and reviewing a 1-0 win over 5th place West Brom and for me, I think this is one of the biggest wins of the season. I think it's not reactionary to say that, I think you know we've beaten Leicester 1-0 at home, we've beaten Sunderland 4-0 away, we've had some fantastic victories throughout the season thus far but for me I think the context of this win the team we're up against where they are in the table put that all together the injuries Borough have got the number of players out to beat a side like West Brom 1-0 play as well as we did and keep them pretty much at bay for the majority of the game was an unbelievable effort and performance by the borough and I was beyond impressed by how how well the boys played and how fantastic we were from back to front in this game it was a performance I didn't see coming it was a game I was dreading in a sense I just really couldn't see how borough were going to get a result from this game but as is the way around the festive period when borough have a game at home it's not me boxing day but when they have a game at home and a lot of people are back home for Christmas and it's packed out and the atmosphere is bouncing, we pull out these results. And it was a just brilliant, brilliant day. Great, a great watch, a great game. And um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. And it's not only the result that I think is big. And I think at any at this point, just with the State Borough's squad are in, results are what matters. I was also just delighted with the performance on top as well. And if you do want, and I want to quickly plug this now before I forget, if you want to see me talk more in depth about this result, I was on the Borough Breakdown podcast earlier today where we discussed this result in more detail with Johnny and Dana over there. So please check that out and give the podcast a follow if you like Borough content and you like my content because I am... You know, I, I'm on there from time to time as a guest and I will be discussing our Boxing Day game against Rotherham as well after Christmas. But yeah, on to this game. As I say, Borough, extremely impressive. And as we expected, the team was very, very makeshift for this one. Borough didn't even have a striker on the pitch to start the game. We had a front four of Greenwood, Rogers, Jones and Silvera. Crooks was off. He was on the bench. He still had a knock from Port Vale. Laugh wasn't even... In the squad, Dieng still not back, so we had Glover in goal. And this, you know what, the majority of this team is a second-string team from Borough. You know, let's be honest, a lot of these boys would not be getting into Borough's starting eleven if everyone was fit. But I thought they were all absolutely amazing. There was a period in the game where I think Borough had to dig in. Glover made some fantastic saves. But the first goal for me was vital in this game. I, I honestly thought if Borough conceded first, Carlos Corbrand being the very, very incredible coach he is and one I rate very, very highly would have just shut the game down 
and made it so scrappy and frustrating and stodgy for Borough. I would not have seen us getting back into a game had we gone behind. So to get the first goal was absolutely brilliant. But even then, we wasted so many opportunities to make it two, make it three. You think the inevitable sucker punch is coming in the second half and we were going to be made to pay for missing so many opportunities. But we managed the game incredibly well and the defence was absolutely outstanding. So let's delve deeper into the game then. So the first half was brilliant from Borat. You can tell straight away when a team is on it and you can tell when they're not. You know, when passes are going astray, players aren't quite on the same wavelength, the pace is slow, the intensity is not there. But you could tell straight from the get-go, Borough were sharp, they were incisive. The combination play, the interchanging play, the, the interchanging positions of the front four as well. I mean, the fact we didn't have a striker might have been a blessing in disguise, and I'll get onto that a bit later. But yeah, just the rotation of the front guys, the combinations between them all, the passing through the lines, Borough were absolutely on it from minute one. We were winning, winning the midfield battles, we looked so sharp in the final third. We were extremely creative. And you could tell from the get-go, Borough were on it. And we started the game fantastically well. But it could have been very, very different because there was a period in the first half where West Brom did have a good spell. And this is where Tom Glover really came into his own. You know, obviously, I'm a big Sunny Dieng fan. I'm going to miss the hell out of him when he goes to AFCON. But... I can say I am glad that we will have Thomas Glover as our backup goalkeeper. He's not being called up for the Australian squad in the Asia Cup, unlike Riley McGree and Sammy Silvera. And he made some crucial, crucial saves in this period. West Brom, as you'd expect, very, very effective from long throw-ins, from set pieces, from corners. And they kept getting set pieces and corners. And for the most part... I've got to commend Borough's defence. We were winning every header. We were defending our box incredibly well from the relentless number of crosses and corners that were coming in. But there were a few. There was a spell where we had to be really, really good defensively. There was one header. It might have been Kyle Bartley from a corner. He headed it. It looked like it could have gone in off anybody, but I think it went through a crowd and hit the post. And from the resulting corner after that, another header was saved extremely well at point-blank range by Thomas Glover. And that goes in, Borough 1-0 down. It then is a very tough game from there on in. So what a crucial time to make a crucial save from him. But Borough did get a grip of the game. We weathered that brief storm and started to play some very, very good football. And the opening goal arrived on the 40th minute. And it was a beauty. You know, the build-up play here was absolutely outstanding. Dan Barlasser, who has come in for a bit of stick, had his best game for Borough here. He was absolutely brilliant. And the ball he slipped in behind to Lucas Engel was unbelievable. It's just a perfect ball, brilliantly picked out. It's what Barlasser can do, given the space and time. And then Lucas Engel, who again also may have had his best game in a Borough shirt, with a fantastic cross back to Morgan Rogers. And even then, Rogers still had a lot to do. You know, he could have spooned it, he could have sliced it, he could have skied it. But like against Port Vale in midweek, his finish here was so calm and composed. He slotted it perfectly into the back of the net, and Borough got themselves what I thought was a crucial, 
crucial lead in the first half and it was just so important that we, we, we took the lead and what a time to do it as well. And it was the combination of, for me, the three best players on the pitch, Barlasser, Engel, Rogers. A brilliant goal, one-touch football from the point at which Barlasser played it through. It was a wonderful goal and it's just so great to see these boys click in the way they are. You know, these are, these are players who have come in potential signings you know they're not the real they're not the finished article as yet they're going to grow and develop into the players we want them to be and to see them combining like this it's fantastic it really really is Engels getting better Barlasa I think is improving as he goes and Rogers is a star in this team and honestly could become an absolute crucial part of this Borussia side if he isn't one already it was a great great finish from him and Borussia went in to half time 1-0 up and it only got better from from there on in, and despite a spell at the start of the second half, where once again West Brom had loads of set pieces, Borough just had to continue to defend them because West Brom weren't posing any threat from anywhere other than set pieces. You know they'd put the odd cross into the box, but I think Corbrand will be incredibly disappointed with the way West Brom performed here. They they seemingly were trying to turn the ball over really really quickly, and play whoever it is in, whether it was Diangana, whether it was Samiento or Asante or whoever, it's almost like West Brom were trying to, as soon as they won the ball back, instantly try and get it in behind Borough every time. And it, it never worked once. You know, balls weren't pinged in with pace. They were sort of sliced wide and two of them were too long. Some of them were nowhere near. It was an easy day for Borough and I'm, I was surprised by that. They just had to cut out West Brom's set-piece threat and long throw threat, and that pretty much was jobs are good, and that's what we did. We had another spell where we had to defend our box really well at the start of the second half, a bit like in the first half, which we got through, and then it was a case of how the hell did Borough not double their lead? I mean, some of the chances we had were, God, I mean, I'd, I don't know how we didn't make the most of it. I think there was a chance, actually, I don't know if it was first half or second half, it might have actually been second half as well, where... Isaiah Jones threaded in a wonderful through ball to Morgan Rogers. It was such a great ball from Isaiah, and it was a very good save by the goalkeeper. I mean, it, it was it a golden chance? I'm not too sure, but Palmer did exceptionally well to tip it onto the post. Rogers could have had himself a second. So it was a good save by the goalkeeper, fair enough, but then there were some other chances which were absolutely gill-edged. There was another one second half. Once again, the ball from Housen in behind was beautiful. Another well-weighted, perfect pass through the middle, slicing through the West Brom defence. And it was a good cutback from Isaiah Jones, or it might have been Morgan Rogers. I think it was Jones, but it could have been Rogers. And Sam Greenwood. Oh, Sam Greenwood. I mean, he has to score. How he skies the ball from there, I will never know. The commentators on the radio said there may have been a bobble just before the ball came to his boot, but for me, ah, he's got to be scoring that. It was a guilt-edge opportunity, and that was the first of one, that, that you know, or the second one, that Borough should have um, doubled their lead. So already, second half, we had two chances. Should have been 3-0 up, but we weren't. And then later on in the half, Borough, once again, as they kept doing, winning the ball in midfield in some really, really great positions. This was won by, by Morgan Rogers, I believe, Again, he was outstanding. Played then a great ball in behind it was Isaiah Jones, who just seemed to take too long. 
I, I don't know if he was waiting for the cross or he wasn't comfortable shooting, but Jones isn't the greatest finisher in the world and it was a pretty weak effort that was saved again by the goalkeeper. And at this point, you really are thinking, we are going to be punished for missing these opportunities and the West Brom sucker blow was going to come. And, you know, the referee, James Linnington, had an absolute stinker as well. He was giving West Brom everything. Borough got nothing from him. Everything and every alarm bell in my body was telling me that a West Brom equaliser was coming. And it would have really stunken the place out if that had happened because Borough deserved the win here. There was only one winner. There was, you know, one side miles better than the other. It would have been so unjust if Borough hadn't got the three points here. But as I say, in absolute fairness to the boys, you know, this is a side who are bandaged up. They're bruised. They're battered. They've had game after game after game. You know, West Brom didn't have a game in midweek. We had to go to Port Vale. We had players going off left, right and centre. You know, we had to bring on a couple of boys here. A couple of returning players as well. McGree was back here, which is the first time in months he was on the pitch. Great seeing him. Crooks come on. Coburn come on. Clark come on for Barlasser, who took a really heavy tackle. It was makeshift. It was almost like a bit of a siege mentality in this game, you know, Borough deserved the win. The referee was making life so much harder for us. We'd missed loads of chances. It was just like the whole stadium came together to just rally Borough and get them over the line. And the boys did exceptionally well. And yeah, what a feeling when that final whistle went. And it was a crucial win for Borough. And I'll get onto the table in a minute, but the gap to West Brom could have been nine points. And it would have been nine points from fifth for Borough. Now it's only three, so that is a six-point swing that could be absolutely huge in terms of the chase for the playoffs. But here's the Borough lineup then. So as I say, Tom Glover was in goal. I mean, I just love Senny so much. I just don't feel like any other goalkeeper offers the same level of safety and composure on the ball in distribution. But I tell you what, Glover was fantastic here, and you know he might not be as comfortable with Senny, but I thought he was brilliant on the ball. Made some really good saves. As I say, when it mattered most, if he didn't make that save, it was a different game. And he's gave me a lot more confidence that when Senny does leave for AFCON, we've got a good goalkeeper who will do the job. So I'm delighted for Glover. I think he did great here. Back four were outstanding. Honestly, I, I can't remember the last time I, I was able to say that all of the back four were great and really, really good. You know, you often get one or two, but they were all great. You know, I think Rav Vandenberg back at centre-back here. He was back after he was obviously out with a back injury midweek, alongside Dale Fry, they were both amazing. You know, the, the odd time West Brom did get in behind 1v1, they both won their tackles, flying in, perfectly timed interceptions, going up against a very physical side, who, as I say, will put the ball in the box from every angle. They just defended it so very well, and the same can be said for Engel and Dykesteel. You know, they're going up against some very, very talented wingers. Samiento one side, Dean Garner the other, I thought defensively they were both outstanding, especially, you know, Dyke Steele and, and Engel both going backwards, but going forwards, Engel again, he just gets better and better. You know, he's a sh the player who we first brought in and we looked at and thought, oh my God, you know, the, the, the half of football he had at Sheffield Wednesday, for example, we thought, what have we bought here? But he has grown into the exact left back we needed and he's getting forward more and more. You can tell he's growing in confidence. And the ball that he cut back for Rogers' goal was absolutely outstanding. He got an assist. He was man of the match. 
and he looks the real deal, and I'm delighted for Lucas Engel. I really, really am. The midfield, bossed it. And I, again, that's something I've not been able to say for a long time. You know, often it's a 50-50 battle, or we'll lose out. We're not, you know, for instance, like the last home game against Hull, we were slow, we lost second balls, we just weren't on it. But Barlasser and Housen were on it here today. They ran the show from midfield, especially Dan Barlasser, who needs credit here because... He has come under a bit of stick in recent weeks for certain performances, but he literally ran the game. He was like the conductor out there, just tuning and orchestrating how the game went. You know, some of the through balls he was playing, you know, just the way he would just dictate playing midfield. I, I can't remember a pass he, he put wrong, to be fair. It was his best game in a Borough shirt, and I hope that's the Dan Barlasser we can see going forward. The front four, I think, did really well, and this was the first time we've played without a striker since very early in the season, before Josh Coburn come in and Lath was signed. Now, I don't want this to be a permanent thing, but we may have stumbled on something that could work quite nicely, because none of them are strikers by nature, but they can all do a job up there. You know, Greenwood, Rogers, Silvera can do a job. I think Jones is the only one who's probably an out-and-out right winger. But the interchange of the other three, positionally, how they were constantly just pulling the West Brom defence here, there and everywhere. They didn't know who was up front. They didn't know who was at 10. They didn't know who was coming in off the left. Their positional awareness was great, but their interchanging play between one another and the combination play was brilliant from all of them. And although Greenwood probably had the quietest of the bunch and arguably Silvera did too, although he had some really bright moments, I think they all played their part in a very good functioning front four for me, I think Jones had a good game. I think you could tell he wasn't 100% fit by any stretch, but he still made life very, very difficult for their full-back and was very threatening in behind, especially second half. We just kept winning the ball back and playing him in. He kept getting us up the pitch, and he created a couple of opportunities. Arguably should have scored as well. But for me, you know, Engel got man of the match on football, but Morgan Rogers was the star of the show. You know, the amount of times he would pick the ball up in midfield, he'd either win it back himself or he'd pick it up from a teammate. He'd drive at the West Brom defence. He is a brilliant player and the potential of him really, really excites me. You know, he's starting to look really composed in front of goal. I think he's got, I'm sure I've heard it was six goals and five assists this season. You know, he... He's fantastic. He really, really is. And he's growing in confidence. I think you can see that by how he's playing. And he's nailed down a starting position in this team for me. And yeah, I'm delighted with Morgan Rogers. And I can't wait to see you know where he goes as a player. But across the board, I could have literally praised a lot of them today. They were all outstanding. And as I say, we had really, really promising players coming off the bench as well. McGree was back here. It was great to see him come back on the, on the Borough pitch. It is a shame that he's leaving in a few weeks to go to the Asian Cup, so we're only going to have him back briefly before losing him for a month. But I think Riley McGree's our best player, or one of the top three. And to have him back in the fold is amazing. Even though he might have to force his way back in, what a player to have off the bench. It's good to see Crooks come in here. Obviously, he picked up a knock midweek. Same with Josh, who's not been in the squad for a while. Matt Clark, of course, who's been amazing since having to come back in. Come on, second half too. With the match momentum, as you can see... Both teams would, I'd say, had prolonged spells, but barring you know the really, really good spell from West Brom first half, Borough were on top for most of it. Finished the half very strongly, and as you can see, 
barring the start of the second half as well, Borough dominated the second half and it was that period between the hour mark and the 70th minute where I just do not know how we didn't score. But despite West Brom obviously trying to come back in, they never put Borough under significant pressure really and we managed the game absolutely brilliantly, it has to be said. I am surprised to see that Borough didn't have the possession over West Brom, if I'm honest, but you can see there the creativity and the chances we created. 2.17 XG. We should have had more. It should have been a much more comfortable day at the office for us. 13 shots, 4 on target. We limited West Brom. Obviously, they only had the two shots on target. I can't recall. I think there might have been one first half that went straight into Glover's arms. The big one was the save he made. But other than that, you know, he had a pretty quiet day and West Brom's XG speaks for itself. You know, 0.35 limited them from creating much. And it is worth noting too, West Brom is such a very well-organised defensive side, so to see Borough create that many chances against them is a very, very promising sign. As for the league table then, and this is what I mean by how important this win was, if we'd have lost here, the gap to West Brom would have been nine points, which, you know, we already know the top four pretty much gone. The fight is for fifth and sixth. We can't afford to be nine points off of West Brom and Hull. It would have been. So it's a huge win. It's an absolutely massive win for Borough. Back-to-back -back league victories now as well after three defeats on the bounce. And if we hadn't have won this game, we'd have been down in 15th. And I look at these next couple of games as a spell of which where you can either propel yourself up the table or you can find yourself absolutely miles off it. You know, games come so quickly in just over a week's time, Borough could be comfortably in the playoffs if they win all three. If we lose all three, we could be in the bottom eight, over 10 points off the playoffs, and suddenly you're looking over your shoulder a little bit, getting a bit nervous. So it's a spell where if you can put a run together, it could transform the outlook of your season going into the new year. And I think it was crucial that we got off to a good start here at home at West Brom. I think arguably this is the toughest game out of the, the all the games you have over the Christmas period. I think Coventry will be tough because, you know, they're, they're, they're on form at the moment. They're a great side and they're, they're coming good now. But West Brom were fifth in the league and we played extremely well given it was not, wasn't even our best team. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's a great starting block for Borough in this busy period. I think given the fact we played midweek as well, we're ravaged with injuries. It's just such a good job by the boys to win this one. And I'm hoping we can back, you know, back that up away at Rotherham Boxing Day and away to Huddersfield as well. Two tough away trips, but they're two sides who are struggling big time. So we should get another six points, but it's never that easy with Borough, obviously. But we should, um, if we really have any hopes of getting back into the playoffs before Coventry on New Year's Day. But it's a good start, and you know you can only beat what's in front of you. Borough have started the Christmas period well, and it keeps us in touch with the playoff race, which is all we can ask for. It's extremely tight, but for me, I think the context of this win is huge. It's such an impressive win for us. And with players coming back, if this is what Borough's second string side can do, I am beyond excited to see what a full strength Borough team could do with possible additions in January as well. So let's just get through this Christmas period. If we can grab another two or three wins, given the situation and the circumstances, that would be amazing. And we then kick on. And I'd like to think we're only going to go up. You know, this... The, I, this team can't be any more ravaged with injuries. It, it can't be any harder than it is right now. And I think with players coming back, signings in January, things can only get better for Borough. So the fact this side is mid-table in 11th is great. For me, the only way is up. 
I think, for this Borough side, as long as we keep getting players back. And you've got to give a quick credit to Michael Carrick. I've got to mention him because it's safe to say with the players at his disposal, the injuries he's had to deal with, he just gets on with the job. You know, he never moans, he never gets frustrated, he just keeps working hard and he's clearly doing an absolutely brilliant job with the boys because they're still knocking it out of the park. No matter how fatigued, how tired they are, how busy the fixture is, you know, we've just beat a side who were fifth, who've had a week's rest. We've got 14 injuries and we played midweek in a quarterfinal and we dropped a performance like this. Outstanding. We go into Christmas absolutely on cloud nine. But this result will not be as good if we don't back it up. So fingers crossed we will on Boxing Day. And I'll be back after Boxing Day, of course, on the 27th to review the game. Wait, rather, I am desperately trying to get tickets to that one. And if I do, I might film some vlog-type content for you guys as I've not been to an away game in probably a year and a half, if not two years. So, yeah, I've not done Project Borough yet, or I wasn't doing Project Borough when we were travelling uh, to away games previously so I might do a little bit of content for you guys and a, and a separate project burr on the side as a little bit of a vlog if we can get tickets I'm desperately trying to but that's something I definitely want to do in the future but as I say if you want to find out more and listen to me chat more in depth with a few other amazing Borough fans on the Borough Breakdown podcast do check that out I urge you to do so and give them a like and a follow on all their platforms and podcast providers as well same over here if you've enjoyed this video do it the like button and subscribe for much more hit the bell too so you never miss an upload and if you are listening to this on your chosen podcast provider please do give me a like a rating and a follow over there but until next time guys this will be the last time you might hear from me uh, before Christmas I might have an FM video going out tomorrow but that was filmed prior so yeah everybody have a great Christmas thank you so much for your support to this point obviously we've still got lots more to do before the year is out but um, a big thank you for your support so far have a great Christmas and yeah I'll hopefully be seeing you after Boxing Day with another Borough victory but until then have a good one guys and I'll see you in a few days time